You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. Well, daggum. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the Well Daggum Podcast, where by the end of the show, we hope to have you saying, Well, daggum, I learned something today. This is a show all about ordinary people from their everyday life sharing stories about their self or something that's happened in their proximity that's been meaningful to them or funny in their life so that other people can hear it uh, and it just doesn't end with them uh, in their deathbed or whatever it may be that it doesn't end there that it can go on with other people so that their stories can be shared out there in the world so i hope that gives you a little snippet of what we do i want to thanks everybody for tuning in thanks everybody for being a part of our social media platforms at well daggum pod on instagram and twitter and if you just look up well daggum podcast on facebook you'll find us there as well we try to share something every once in a while that's funny or neat Uh, some memes here and there, Uh, but more so we like to share uh, when we put out an episode. So be sure to get on those platforms and follow us and like us and so that other people can see uh, what's out there, that you can share it with other folks. Uh, If you want to share the post that I put out there, that's even better. It gets people that wouldn't normally hear the show uh, looking into it. So I encourage you to do that. You can share it on your storyline if you like on those platforms. It lasts for 24 hours and that's all it does. You can make a funny little bit of music to go with it and whatnot just to share uh, to share in what we share in together. Other than that, make sure to get out there if you're on iTunes and rate and review. Uh, we've got quite a few ratings and reviews out there that are fun and interesting. Some of them are a little corny and funny. But uh, try to get out there and do that yourself. You can put a fake name. You don't even ha- have to let people know who you are. Uh, so uh, for everybody out there that sees Kevin Crumb leaving comments, that's your old boy Josh so (laughs) make sure to get out there and rate and review whatever you feel you want to rate you can give it five stars saying it's awesome or you can give it two stars saying it's okay Um, but you you make that decision and I I push it out there for you to write a little something about what you think about the show so that more people can be blessed with the wonderful soundings and the soothe sultry voice of the Well Daggum Podcast other than that Tonight on the show, uh, and I keep doing that all the time, uh, it's night for us, but whenever you listen to this, uh, we're going to be talking this time around, that's a good way to say it, to my good friend Zach. How you doing, Zach? Doing pretty good, buddy. Now, Zach's not on social media. You won't find him out there anywhere if you go searching for him, unless it's just uh, posts that other people have put uh, that he's a part of in their life. So you're not going to find him much other than on the Well Gum podcast. Uh, so we call him uh, No Social Media Zach. But I admire that about him because it's very hard in this day and age to not be a part of those things. So uh, I've always commended him in the times he's feeling weak and thinking about starting a Facebook or starting a Twitter. And I just encourage him to not do it. Uh, he can just ask me if he needs to find something. But <laughs> So I'm really proud of you, Zach. You're, you're holding in there. Uh, the CIA doesn't know everything you're doing just yet. So, But then again, they might shut this down for me saying that. I don't know. We'll see when we put it out. But, uh, trying to lay low, but they might catch me eventually. Right. All that, uh, all that 
tomfoolery you get into here and there. <laughs> but uh, Zach and I were getting together just to kind of talk about some things. We were on the phone earlier today talking about a few things that are going on currently. Uh, and this is kind of our Thanksgiving episode. It'll be out uh, the, the Wednesday right before Thanksgiving. So it'll be out Thanksgiving Eve of 2019 so uh, we're going to hit on a little bit of traditions that we do in our thanksgiving time and uh and we're just going to talk about some things that are going on in the current uh state of not really the news not not so political but um in famous people i guess or in tv shows that are going on because it's some stuff that we are interested in and uh, oh, we might even hit on a little bit of epstein uh theories that we have uh of course everyone has a theory and we're not speaking new news but for those of you that don't keep up with that whole bit, hopefully we can enlighten you to a little bit of what's going on out there. So let's just kick it off with that. What do you say, Zach? We'll talk a little bit about Epstein and what we think's really going on. Uh, sounds good to me. <laughs> so now for those of you that don't know, um, when we say Epstein, what, what's his first name? Uh, is it John Epstein? No, it's not John. It just left me. It left just, me all of a sudden. The headlines are always Epsteins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you can look that up on your phone while we're talking here, uh, we'll give that, that first name so that we're more accurate. But Epstein is a, um, I don't know if you would say prolific, because that might be encouraging. Uh, he is a huge pedophile, or what some would say was a huge pedophile. that uh, had It's Jeffrey. Jeffrey. I knew it was something with a J, but I couldn't remember. Which, by the way, great pedophile name. <laughs> Well, I don't know if there's such a thing as a great anything when it comes to pedophilia, but <laughs> don't want to say that too often. Um, it's a perfect name for pedophilia. There you go. That's the word. <laughs> yeah, that sounds less uh, less lifting up of that name. But Jeffrey Epstein, uh, he was a huge pedophile that um, not just recently, but I know at least 12 years back or more, has been connected with a lot of huge names. And if you search it on social media, if you search it on the interwebs, you're going to find a lot about uh, Jeffrey Epstein having connections with uh, some people you may know from movies, such as, no, uh, <laughs> from uh, like the Clintons to uh, the royal family in England to um, just big political heads. And I'm sur sure there's some famous names in there as well. Uh, but he was connected with those folks, and there was no... Now, from our knowledge, we've not read a book on this stuff, uh, but from what we've gained of social media and what we've gained of searching on the web, we have found um, just a lot of stuff about him having an island where he would bring underage women. And I'm, I'm people always say women. I'm guessing it wasn't just women. I'm sure it was whatever uh, diabolical thing someone was into, he would bring people on his private jet to his private island and allow whoever uh, wanted to pay the most or do whatever uh, to do whatever in uh, unholistic ways uh, to other people. Uh, so, And everybody's trying to make light of it. Everybody's trying to make fun of it. Uh, they're making these memes. Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, and it goes so much more than that. And, and I don't know... I don't know how you feel about this, Zach, but I don't know how to feel about everyone making a joke about it because it's a real serious thing that needs serious attention. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, it is, you know, I agree it is serious and needs serious attention, but I also understand, like, me personally, a lot of times I 
deal with tragedy through comedy. So I think, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are just, or that's not how they're thinking, but I think comedy always has a value in a tough situation and trying to make light of it or even take power away from it in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I definitely feel that way when something traumatic happens, I try to laugh and, and like I've talked on the podcast before of like even my father passing away from dementia and stuff like we choose to make some jokes here and there and we choose to kind of laugh about it, but it still keeps its seriousness and we Absolutely. understand that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is keeping it alive and keeping it on people's minds by making all the memes and the jokes. Um, but yeah, it's a very serious thing that, uh, a lot of high up people, like I said, the Royal family in England, uh, uh, Prince Charles's brother, Adam, I believe it is, um, is arrested now. Uh, he, he was a part of the Epstein, uh, I don't know, uh, list we'll say the Epstein list, the short list. Yeah, <laughs> of people that we know about. So, and he was actually, you know, confronted about this and stuff because there was some stuff that came out through ABC News of a lady who's had an, a whole news story for the past three years on all of these big name people because she got someone to come out of hiding from, she's, this person has been in hiding for 12 years that had a lot of information about this. And they got to an interview with them, you know, three or four years ago, and they have this big old news article that they could put out that got shut down because of the people in power keeping it under wraps or keeping it shut down. And now that the whole, uh, now to, to the knowledge of everyone, Epstein uh, is dead uh, to the knowledge of the, everyone involved. He was arrested for these uh, acts of horribleness and uh, he supposedly had committed suicide in his jail cell uh, before trial, before to face everything he was going to have to face for all of these giant charges he has had of pedophilia and, and human trafficking, I'm sure. Um, but then it came out that the family of Epstein actually had a private um, autopsy go through that they showed signs that it wasn't a suicide, that it was more of a homicide. So now... All of these things that are being brought up, uh, there's more light to, hey, there's some fishy business going on. So that makes us look at our political heads and it makes us look at all the people of power uh, that are trying to manipulate the situation. But thankfully for the Internet, it, it doesn't just go away anymore. It's not just the radio and three channels of news. It's... Uh, it's much bigger than that now. There's more information going out there and a lot of uh, a lot of conspiracy theories, I guess you would say, more so. Which, when people say that now, it's it's seemed as just foolishness. But they've they've gained so much ground with these uh, conspiracy theories that it's it's so much more than that. Um, but yeah, uh, what what's some insights that you have about this whole situation? Well. Um First of all, when I was trying to figure out what his name was, I was kind of looking him up and listened to the first two sentences of his Wikipedia. Uh, Jeffrey Edward Epstein was an American financier and convicted sex offender. Epstein began his professional life as a teacher, but then switched to banking and finance in various roles. So yeah. I didn't realize he was a teacher at first, so that's yeah. even more terrifying. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a good... Uh good insight into his life i guess <laughs> <laughs> and i had uh i'd heard some stuff where they were talking about like he was in this finance but it was kind of 
strange because I can't remember who the name of the guy was, but a guy who's really big into the financial sector and was like trying to figure out how he made so much money because like he never really did anything of note in the finance sector. Right. Yeah. How does he own an island and how does he have a private jet? All this weird money that's coming through that no one has documentation of. And then that comes into the theory where some people think not all of these people that came in necessarily were coming because they're like, they want to be with these miners. Right. But that they came in, he told them they were of age or whatever, and then they weren't. (sighs) Excuse me. Yeah. And all of a sudden he has all this dirt on them. So it's like, hey, uh, I got these pictures, so... uh, yeah. You want to give me some money? <laughs> you want to pay for the fuel for my jet for the next year? Awesome. And half my island. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my thoughts behind that kind of thing. Now, the bigger uh, question is everybody's talking about his suicide and that he didn't kill himself. Um, I think it goes deeper than that even, and this sounds a little kooky, but I feel that he is possibly not dead at all. I feel that uh, with all the power and all the money that's going through for all this stuff, that this was a hoax set up and that there was a double I know it sounds crazy <laughs> I feel that there was a double set into place and that he's probably hanging out on his island that's far away from everything else that um, I mean you've seen movies about it and you've seen uh, red books and things like that of people you know faking their death and having a different identity and and it happens more than we think so I don't think it's so far-fetched that someone with so much power um, was just trying to, let's let's just make this disappear by having a death. And now there's all kinds of loopholes to all this, and now he didn't kill himself, and now, you know, a lot of people don't talk about that, but there are several uh, theories that he is still alive. There is a drone footage that was said to be after, which I've watched this footage, uh, it was said to be after his death, that someone flew a drone over the island that he had, just filming random things. And then there was a gray-headed fellow that had so many similar traits to uh, Jeffrey Edward Epstein uh, hanging out on the island talking to a a local worker of the island who takes care of things on the island. And um, that, for me, was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, don't Don't know what to make of that. And, and I'm not saying my belief in this is super firm, that it's a huge uh, part of what I think, uh, but I'm not ruling it out. Uh, you know, I'm not going around shouting, he's still alive! <laughs> you know, everyone needs to know! But, I, you know, I'm like, well, I see it as being possible. Yeah, I guess so. I, I'm more on in the camp that he knew too much to be alive. And I know you had a theory on that as well, but I just think, you know... There are so many powerful people that were alleged to to like have flown in this plane with him. Like I was listening to, I think it was Joe Rogan. He was talking about how uh, Bill Clinton had flown with him over twenty some times, and he was saying, "I haven't even flown with my mom twenty some twenty seven <laughs> times or whatever it was." And right. he's like, "So you got to be into some real." You all got to know a lot about each other to be taking that many flights to get there. On a private plane, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so I just, I just think, it, you know, there's there's probably, in my opinion, multiple people who yeah. maybe had a hand in this whole situation. They all just kind of got together and it's like, if he 
if he squeals, we all go down. So yeah. We need to take care of this situation. Well, and that's the only names that come up a lot of times. I mean, there's more names to it that more in-depth right. people that know more in-depth about it uh, bring up. But, I mean, the two big ones are Bill Clinton and uh, Adam, the royal family, Prince Adam. Because he was interviewed uh, well after the the girl had come, or well, someone had leaked information about this news article that had all of that stuff three years ago and never got brought to light. And then all of a sudden he got interviewed and they were like, hey, uh, did you know Epstein? Is this picture real of this girl that came forward that was 17? That, and that he was like, I think I would remember that. that yeah, it's a, picture, <laughs> it's a picture of him hugging her as a teenager. And he was like, uh, and he said really weird things. It was like, whoa, that sounds very uh, compromising. And then he said, I'm sorry for what I've done to the royal family. And it's like, whoa, you just admitted. <laughs> but from what I've heard, he he's under arrest now. He's incarcerated uh, for this fact and is being investigated, which, you know, who knows? He might suicide himself, too. I don't know. Uh, that, that being a jokingly way of saying that someone had him put away but looked like suicide. Yeah. Um, which there's many cases of that when the Clinton's name come up. Um, I, I, if I'd done some you research. The, you got the hashtag Clinton body count going around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I hope that something happens from this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Everybody's making yeah. the memes. They're making the jokes. I really hope that it doesn't just fade away because so many things can fade away. But now with the Internet, uh, more people can keep things in the light and keep... Uh, keep trying to make something happen because what do you do in this kind of situation there's we're supposed to trust the people of power to bring things to justice judges uh, police officers uh, fbi cia all that kind of stuff so you know i don't i don't know what as a people except for keeping this thing alive that that's the only way to keep something happening about it you know right and i think so many people are like so jaded because they're we here time and time again these people in power and then like there's this this big thing about them and then all of a sudden it just kind of vanishes well well I'm, i'm actually really surprised this one stayed around as long as it has to be honest well i'm trying to remember the the famous person that made the quote or somebody that you know was popular on uh social media they were like wow you know we had all these celebrities making such a huge deal about the me too movement which was a good thing because you know it brought to things light it brought things to light um, that uh, people that were doing wrong have been brought to justice through, and it's like, why aren't there's so many like power people of power coming up about the Epstein thing? That because it's right. just as bad as the Me Too thing, or like you know, people being taken advantage of by people of power. Yeah, and now there's not a big movement of people coming out about that. So, you know, maybe it's people in higher power than those famous people. That's kind of keeping it down. Well, and like we said, uh, ABC didn't air the news article uh, because the royal family was kind of keeping it, keeping it held down, or you know, whoever of power. Yeah. So uh, if this episode comes out and you don't hear from me anymore, um, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm not bringing anything new to light. We're just talking about current things that are there, so I, I should be okay. Yeah, and with the ABC thing too, like that one is infuriating because it's like, you when you hear that woman talking, she's like, I brought this, I had all this evidence, I got this person to come out of hiding, and they tell me, well, nobody really knows who 
Epstein is. Uh, that's yeah. really not much of a story. And if we put this out, we won't get to interview the royal family anymore. And it's like, why do we care about a royal family from a whole other country when we could expose such a massive thing like a, this? A whole country that we left from to start our own thing. <laughs> yeah, a group of people are like, you know, we're not really a fan of how things are going, so we're just going to kind of go do our own thing across the pond over here. So. <laughs> but now all of a sudden we're like, we, we got to interview the royal family. What about when one of them gets married or has another kid? Then we have to talk about them. And, I mean, the royal family doesn't even really have power in their own country anymore, so right. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and that's brought us to a 20-minute mark just talking about those things. So let's let's go ahead and move on to our next subject of things. Right. If you guys have so an I opinion. Talk about that forever. <laughs> yeah, everybody has an opinion about it. If you do have an opinion and you want to voice that, uh, be sure to hit us up on social media. If you want to private message me through the at WellDadGumPod uh, Instagram or Twitter um, or Facebook even, uh, hit me up with that. Send me the things you want. If you want it to be private, it can be private. Um, but if you want to talk about it, uh, you can be on the show talking about it. It would be, it would be really fun to have you on. Um, but now let's get into Thanksgiving, man. Uh, we had a bunch of TV shows we'd like to talk about. Let's go ahead and get into Thanksgiving and some of the things. Since it's going to be you know, the time that people have a lot of free time with their family and they want to listen to this podcast uh, because it's just you know causing that itch that they can't quite reach. Um, let's talk about some Thanksgiving stuff. <laughs> so, so now, uh, Zach, you, you have quite of a, a different diet. You don't eat a lot of beef and things like that, but now Turkey is one that doesn't bother you so bad and you've taken a lot of joy in how you prepare your Turkey. So I'd like you to tell us just a little bit about that. All right. Yeah. So when you can only eat a handful of things, you, uh, you kind of have to get creative. So I, uh, started doing this a few years ago where I'll, instead of just eating the, you know, regular turkey somebody's fixing in the oven, I decided to start trying to smoke turkey. Yeah. So, basically the first time I did it, I was like going through our garage when I, this was, you know, I still lived with mom and dad at the time. Yeah, yeah and your, I found like, your roommates, yeah. Yeah, my old roommates. <laughs> so, I found like an old smoker down there that I don't even know where they got it. It never been used. I'm like, I want to try this thing out. Just a cheap charcoal. Yeah. So I tried that out and it was pretty good. So I tried it a few more times. Eventually I got a electric smoker, yeah. which is way better. Yeah. Way more efficient, way easier to use. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to like with the charcoal one, especially when it'd be cold out. Yeah. I'd have to just sit there and constantly baby that thing to keep it at temperature, so right. it, it could get to be a pain. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, at, that, at that time of year, yeah, it's definitely a lot colder and yeah. a lot harder to keep at a, a hot temperature. Yeah, and it was just, you know, little thin walls. It, it, it didn't work well. Yeah, so it didn't hold its heat. Now that I have a better smoker, I've been able to get a little more creative, try a few more things. So now I've got it down pretty much how I like it. So I'll... Um, brine it first of all so that's where i'll take um i do mine with apple juice i throw in a pound of brown sugar into the brine um i think it's a cup of salt and i'll put all that stuff in a pot and then boil it and mix it up and you know bring it to a boil for about a minute and once i do that i'll let that cool then i'll throw in some fresh ginger um garlic maybe a little onion powder, bay leaves, cloves, you know, just different stuff like that. Yeah. And I'll mix it all up. So then I'll put the turkey, or I usually just do a few turkey breasts. 
and put those in there and I'll soak them in that stuff for like 24 hours. So, so brining is basically a marinade, uh, seasoning. Sort of, but it's a little beyond a marinade because with all that salt, the salt travels from high concentration to low concentration. So it absorbs into the meat really well. Nice. And that'll do a couple of things. So for one, it, you know, keeps it from drying out as much when you're cooking it because turkey you know dries out really easily if you're not careful that's the truth but it also where i do it with the apple juice and stuff like that the acid in that kind of starts breaking the meat down a little bit to make it more tender oh wow that's pretty handy yeah turkeys are notorious for if you cook them a little too long they'll get very dry which yeah. gravy is a good uh secondhand thing to have around for stuff like that mm-hmm. but when you can have a good moist bird that that sounds inappropriate, um, but when you can have a good moist turkey, it's a lot better. I know over the years, uh, my brother really got into deep frying, and yeah. we, we got a large pot, which that's pretty big for a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people know how to do that, uh, but we started trying it out. We even did it at my grandpa's cabin one year and had Thanksgiving at my grandpa's cabin up in the woods. And, uh, yeah, you take a bunch of peanut oil or uh, vegetable oil, and get it up to a boil, and you can have that turkey cooked in no time compared to hours and hours on end in the oven. Uh, and now, when it comes to being moist, that you know, deep frying anything, the juices all go through the turkey, and it keeps it pretty moist. But again, you're deep frying, so it's you know a lot of heaviness to the turkey that you're adding to it, uh, just like when you eat fried chicken or anything of that nature. Yeah. But you get. I a, mean, you- you can deep fry a turd and it'll taste a little better at least. Um, well, it'll taste a little better, still not good. Yeah, you're right. Right, right. I'm just saying it improves everything. <laughs> you can't polish a turd. Um, but actually you can. Uh, it's kind of been proven scientifically. Uh, <laughs> it's just tricky. It's just tricky. It's just a lot of work. And by uh, proven scientifically by you, right? Yeah, yeah, well, I didn't. That's for another episode <laughs> and another day. <laughs> But yeah, there's lots of different ways, and there's lots of different traditions. I know my grandmother used to soak her turkey in like salt water uh, b- beforehand before she would cook it because it would do something. I'm not sure what it would do. But That's she... basically a brine. Yeah, like brine in general is just salt and water. But, but, but you know, people have got more creative with it over the years and do different things. Right? Yeah, like you said, the apple juice uh, causes mm-hmm. an, causes an acidness that breaks it down a little bit and stuff. So there's lots of different options out there. Uh, for your turkey uh, that you cook. So, and smoking in itself is a a way, awesomer way to go about it because you get a lot of good flavor from the smoke uh, that way. I know with us... Yeah, with stuff like turkey, it's really good to use. Like, I like to use, like, fruit wood, so I'll use apple wood a lot. Nice. Um, And, you know, like you were saying with uh, deep-fried turkey, you know, that'll be done in no time takes a little while with smoking because i'll you know cook it slow for like i mean it really just i put a meat probe in there and when it gets to a safe temperature i take it out but i'll cook it on like maybe like 250 degrees you know pretty pretty low temperature but yeah so over time man, when that's done it's good yeah because it, it truly gets all the way through the meat and stuff too not just the outer layer yeah there, there's lots of different ways to go about turkey i know we use the whole <laughs> My, my sister-in-law has used a brown bag recipe before uh-huh. where she actually cooked it in a brown bag in the oven. Uh, <laughs> it turned out awesome. Like, it was really good the way she did it and stuff. You have to keep it, you know, keep the bag moist so it doesn't burst into flames. Uh, <laughs> but I know we use the the new method of the, the bag 
that captures all the heat inside the bag yeah. and yeah, all the fluids stay in the bag so that it, it kind of keeps it moist that way that keeps constantly basting itself without you having to do the basting. Cause back what in kind the day, of bag do you use? It, it's an oven bag. Like it's made for cooking turkeys. Um, so it's just a plastic bag that you do, you know, you put oh, all, you put all the butter on. Yeah. It's probably not good for you at all. <laughs> Tastes great. But, um, but you butter up your turkey and you can put some seasoning on it, some uh, uh, garlic and whatnot, some cloves or whatever. And uh, But yeah, it cooks up quite well, browns the turkey really well, cooks it in a shorter amount of time. Because it's basically like a sauna for the bird. And um, so all the heat stays in that one spot. I know the heat stays in the oven generally, but you never, I don't think you ever end up with a really dry turkey that way. I don't feel. Right. That so, makes sense. Yeah. And and I know there's lots of other dishes out there for folks. Everybody always gets the cranberries and the sweet potatoes um, for Thanksgiving meals. Uh, we we don't really have a signature side. We we generally go with all the corn, the green beans. No, um, I mean, I'm finding out different recipes for those different things. If if you have a garden grown uh, vegetable uh, palette, it, it's really nice to be able to have some fresh green beans and some fresh. Uh, corn and tomatoes and things like that to go along with the meal a, a cornucopia if you would of uh, vegetables but uh but there's lots of traditions that are out there and things have gotten way more technical now like you said with the smoking and stuff it's in even with the deep frying that's been around for quite a while but it's uh it's it's still new for a lot of people that try it i do give you a warning it is very dangerous <laughs> If, yeah, don't throw it in there frozen. Oh my gosh! Like I've had incidences. People take their cells out every year. Like, oh man, yeah. Like. yeah. When when water or moisture hits that hot oil, it makes the oil get away from it as quick as possible, and will burst out onto things and actually cause flames. Um, I actually had that happen with chicken wings in a fry daddy once because I didn't know much about it, and it's like let's deep fry these frozen wings, and we threw them in, and it just exploded. All over, actually, all over my cousin Nick's counter when he wasn't there, and we thought we cleaned it up all really good until one day he moved the fry daddy, and there was oil oh, no. just all underneath <laughs> the fry daddy <laughs> that we forgot to move and clean there. So he found out about that later. Um, sorry about that again, Nick. Uh, I've apologized before, but it was quite a fun you probably story. Never forgot. Yeah, you'll have to tell us about that story on the podcast sometime. <laughs> But um, but now if you out there as a listener have a tradition that you guys do, uh, let us know what this tradition is. Uh, I know we have three or four different Thanksgiving dinners we have to go to, uh, which sounds really uppity uh, when there's all these people out there starving and stuff, homeless and whatnot, uh, to have all that turkey. And we, we generally eat all of it uh, several times after the Thanksgiving matter. Uh, we Might keep- take a few days, but... Oh yeah, I, I just we actually just had a Thanksgiving dinner with my side of the family uh, here in Northern Kentucky. We had them come up, and we uh, we actually just called Cracker Barrel and was like, "Hey, we want one of your Thanksgiving dinners." Uh, so we did that this past Sunday, and it was amazing. Uh, they had enough food to feed ten people with all the sides and fixins, and uh, we had a good time. And I actually still have some turkey left, but I think we finished off all the mac and cheese. And the mashed potatoes, um, and the sweet potato casserole as well. Uh, but if you're looking for something around 140 bucks, you can feed 10 people quite well uh, with the meal that they provide. 
So I recommend uh, I'll have to hashtag him in here or tag him in it. That, that'll probably be podcast. it'll probably be the social media part where I say we're eating at Cracker Barrel. Um, if you notice when I post, I always post a restaurant uh, that's either nearby or has something to do with the podcast episode that we put out, uh, or if I just eaten there in that past week or so, I'll, <laughs> I'll tag different restaurants from different areas. Um, that's how I actually got in contact with uh, the folks from Druthers in a past past few episodes back. Uh, we talked about them. They actually got in contact with me from tagging them in it, and I hope to have them on the podcast soon. Uh, the owners of the Druthers name, or for most people that know, Dairy Queen. Uh, they also also own the name of Dairy Queen. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have that out there someday. Um, <laughs> I keep saying um. I apologize about that, listeners. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah thanksgiving is a big tradition i hope when you're out there hanging out with your family and looking for some peace and quiet to get away that you can pop the podcast on and and get a good listen of what's going on in, in our thanksgiving world um how, how many more thanksgivings do you have to attend now zach uh mostly just one um That's pretty my nice. wife kind of goes on at the same time as mine so i'll probably get down there for a little bit but then go up to my family's for most of the time. Yeah, and that's extended but while family. While we're on the topic of Thanksgiving, yeah. Have you did you I don't know if you've I haven't hadn't watched SNL in a while, but I watched it this past week because oh, Will Farrell was on there. Will Farrell hosted, yeah. And Ryan and, Reynolds partially. Yeah, yeah. And they did a Thanksgiving skit that was hilarious. Now see <laughs> was, I've not got to watch it all yet. I've just seen bits and pieces, so please do tell. It's like the first Thanksgiving and so Will Ferrell is like the Indian chief kind of, oh, and then it's that that kind of thing will get that thing will get you fired from SNL, right? That's, yeah, uh, it's Pocahontas, and she's brought her boyfriend John John Smith there with her, oh, and like nice. he keeps like having to get up and run to the bathroom, and like while he's gone, the uh, the Indian chief, which is Will Ferrell, keeps keeps saying these really racist things about him, like calling him things like pale face. <laughs> and it just, it's just like a complete different take on the whole, you know, everybody gets political around Thanksgiving and then things get awkward, but everybody yeah. comes together into the end because they find something in common. And um, spoiler alert, the thing they find in common is even though they all fully chew up their corn, they still find three or four kernels in their poop. So <laughs> you'll have to check it out. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm sure that's a, a YouTube video out there. We'll have to check that oh, yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I know it was uh, the the few clips that I've seen of the different things. Uh, Ryan Reynolds being a part was pretty exciting. He He yeah. actually, I think the reason he did that is he has a new movie coming out on Netflix in December. Um where him and a group of people are trained, I don't know if they're trained hitmen or if they're uh, thieves, uh, but they do missions and they, they're trying to fight other people, and it looks really interesting. Um, if you so could, a movie. Uh, If you could, Jamie, look that up for me. Um, new Ryan Reynolds Netflix movie. It's coming out on like December 12th or something so that we can actually get the name on there so people know about it. Found it. It's Deadpool three. Uh, <laughs> I wish it was Deadpool three <laughs> on Netflix, but um, but yeah, you could probably just type in uh, Ryan Reynolds movie, new Ryan Reynolds movie. I'm sure it'll come up. Yeah, uh, but it looks very interesting. It looks pretty fun. It's funny. There were some funny clips about it. Um, 
But there's a few famous faces in it too. But Ryan Reynolds really carries it through, I believe. So I'd say that's what he was promoting through SNL, being on the show for a few different segments there. But, uh, so yeah, uh, I'll have to definitely check those uh, videos yeah, that's out. Pretty good. The, the first Thanksgiving. That, that'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so while we have you guys on here, um, you know, it's it's a Thanksgiving episode, and people have more time to listen to stuff. Normally, it's just a quick listen of my podcast, uh, normally about 20 minutes or so. But since we have everybody's ear right now, and they probably have more free time than they normally would while they listen to this, um, we're going to talk about a few TV shows that are going on as well that uh, we've been privy to. But uh, Rick and Morty, uh, for Speaking any of Speaking of high school shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of a, a Simpsons uh uh, Simpsons type cartoon, an adult cartoon, um, where uh, this scientist Rick Sanchez has a grandson Morty, and, and you might think it sounds pretty familiar, uh, Rick and Morty, uh, much as uh, Back to the Future's Doc and uh, Marty. It's uh, it's kind of a play on that, but it's a lot more intelligent and a lot more uh, inappropriate. And they hit on things that people are afraid to hit on. So it's got that South Parky feel to it. Uh, it's a really funny show, really different, really weird. You really have to pay attention to keep up in it. And they just started season four after taking about a two or three year break from season three. And um, this past episode, this weekend, they actually had Elon Musk as a character who actually voiced his actual character but he was from another dimension, so he was Elon Tusk. Because in this dimension, they all have tusks, like warthogs would, but they're people. And um, he was brought in to help on a job that Rick was trying to get going and, and take care of. Very, a lot of twists and turns, a lot of thinking, very fight clubby. Because by the end of it, you're like, oh man, that's what they were doing the whole time? Okay. Uh, recommend that cartoon. Pretty fun. Pretty funny stuff. Uh, because Elon Musk even made fun of himself a little bit uh, while on the show. Uh, they didn't have... Uh, what's the new truck that uh, Tesla came out with? The uh, Cybertruck. The Cybertruck. They didn't have that on the show because they, they had made this a while back, of course. So that, it's a shame they couldn't have uh, integrated that into the episode. I think that would have been really funny. Mm-hmm. Um but but what's your what's your thoughts on the Cybertruck? I know a lot of people have heard of this that Tesla, the electric car company, has come up with a truck that looks ridiculous, looks silly, just plain old silly. But uh, what what's your true thoughts about that, Zach? Well, a lot of people are hating on it, but I mean, I kind of like it. I know a lot of people are saying like he doesn't he doesn't know who the truck market is and this and that. They're like, who is this for? And I'm thinking. It's kind of for me because I would I would love to have a truck that was electric and looked like a DeLorean had a baby with a uh, what was the car with the bed on it the oh the El Camino, El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I kind of like it too a lot of my friends don't care for it and uh, they're like it's a disgrace to trucks I do look at it in a way that you couldn't do the things that you'd normally do with trucks because yes it does have a lot of horsepower. Yes, it has a lot of tow capability uh, for hauling and stuff like that. It can haul a lot. 
But when it comes to having a battery, when you're hauling a large load, I can only assume it's going to drain the battery a lot faster. Oh, absolutely. Just like the main Tesla car, that it's like you can go zero to sixty in three seconds or whatever it is. Um, yes, it can do that, but it'll also drain the battery so fast. So people yeah. that complain about, oh, Tesla is nice, but man, the battery life doesn't last at all. I'm like, oh, you must be a horrible driver. <laughs> <laughs> that is just gas and go, gas and go. Well, sorry, uh, juice and go, juice and go, electric and go. I don't know what you would yeah. say there. Charge and go, charge and go. Charge and go kind of person. <laughs> so, so yeah, in that aspect of it, I feel like it's not going to be as efficient as it ought to be. But now as far as looking cool, I mean, it looks stupid, but it's still a lot cooler than any truck that's out there. <laughs> right. And I mean, it's like... I think it'd be a pretty cool, like, camping vehicle, especially if somebody could come up with, like, a generator that you could put in the back of it to where if you were out and, you know, you did need a little bit more charge to get to the next supercharger station or whatever, that, you know, you could plug it in that way. That would that would yeah. be a pretty interesting idea. I know that defeats the whole purpose of, like, the eco-friendly and all that, but let's be honest. It's not really that eco-friendly. They say, <laughs> well, it's electricity, but... People forget electricity comes from, you know, coal, so... <laughs> well, and now they're going to natural gas and things like that, but yeah. Yeah, but... Well, and, and then, like, batteries aren't very eco-friendly either. That, that was like. my thought behind it, yeah. The, <laughs> the the materials that they've had in mind to make these batteries are just right. as bad for the environment as the energy that it right. takes to make them. And my, my thought behind this electric stuff, which I know people really want to know my thoughts... Um, <laughs> Josh. But but isn't there a way uh, because like you have these crank batteries that you crank up and you have some power yeah. for a while? Isn't there a way that while the wheels are turning, they could be creating energy to charge the vehicle as well? Yeah, and I think they do that a lot of times. I know there was one thing that was going on a lot called regenerative braking. So like on a lot of hybrids or electric cars, when someone would hit the brakes, that the brake pad was basically hooked up to some kind of device that the energy created from the friction of braking would kind of give it a little bit more charge. Well, see, I would think you should be able to hook something like that up that it, the entire time the wheel's spinning, that it would be creating some type of charge. I'm, I'm sure they've thought of this. They're geniuses. And I'm sure there's some way that that doesn't work well. Are you sure? Maybe we come up with something that, you know, Elon Tusk just hasn't thought of yet. Uh, maybe I need to give him a call. Um <laughs> I wish I had a podcast that was as uh, cool as radio shows that I could be like, hey, let's give him a call right now. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Beep, beep. You yeah. should start doing that anyway and say, uh, he didn't answer. Wait, he just texted me. He He's on Mars trying to save the Martians from something. You just make up stuff like that. <laughs> oh, he's a little busy on Mars right now. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, is there anything else that's, uh, that's on your mind lately here, Zach, that we can go on about? Have you got to watch The Mandalorian yet? No, I still have not watched The Mandalorian yet. A lot of people are upset about it. Uh-oh, this past episode got them pretty mad? No, they're just mad because it's so good. They're trying to figure out why the Star Wars movies couldn't have been this good oh. the past few. So they're like, why did we? Why hasn't this been in here? Yeah, the past few Star Wars movies I've tried to watch, and I just can't get through them. They're fine, but I mean... When you're when you're being nostalgic and looking at the old ones that were yeah. beyond their time at the moment, yeah. yeah, this is not so much beyond its time. Like when everybody's going back to reboots anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, The Mandalorian's really good. I highly recommend it. It's kind of, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's basically a 
space western. Yeah, that's what you were saying way. last time. Yeah, yeah. So it makes it exciting. A lot of people like westerns. I know I would like that. And, and I know I see all the memes with uh, not so much baby Yoda, but a baby Yoda esque creature that everybody's yeah. really excited about. Because everybody loved Yoda anyway, so it was like, yeah, yeah. Bring, bring something close to that back, and people are going to be super excited. So, well, D- Disney's done a good deal. Then that's good to hear. Yeah, I've, I've seen a few of my my wife likes to look at memes as she's trying to go to bed, and she sent me a few of those, and one of them was like, um, Baby Yoda, and then it had like a hand holding up an ID that had Adult Yoda's face on it, and it says like. Me when I'm trying to use my fake ID. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> um, so yeah, get out there and check it out. I guess I'm gonna have to do that. Um, I'm gonna have to borrow your uh, Disney Plus account so I can catch up on the episodes that I've missed. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Well, I think that's a pretty good episode. I hope that we bent uh, people's ears just enough that it uh, gave them something to do, uh, hopefully on their Thanksgiving uh, day, spending time with their family uh, when they have to get away from their family. Uh, maybe maybe while eating Thanksgiving dinner, you guys can just play this episode out loud as you eat and enjoy in family time because it's. I feel like this episode will truly bring people together, you know? If nothing else, maybe it'll help them go to sleep during their turkey coma or something. Yeah, yeah. If they really just can't fall asleep from all the yeah, what what is the chemical that uh, that's in turkey? I forget. I can't remember either. Yeah, we're real great on facts. So, oh yeah, I remember it's like turkey uh, tied or something. I was thinking tetracycline, but that's not right at all. Um, yeah, I used we'll to make it up with bro science. Yeah, yeah, tetracycline sounds right. Um, Tetracycline dioxide, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I think that'll do for uh, that'll do, pig, for uh, <laughs> for giving some people some stuff to listen to. I really appreciate you being on again, Zach. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. And oh, no problem, buddy. It's basically one of our phone conversations just recorded. <laughs> yeah, it's it's what this that's what podcasting's all about. Stuff that you talk about with your friends that you kind of edit a little bit because you uh, you don't want to say horrible things that, that people might get mad at you about. Which we would never do. <laughs> we would never edit a podcast. That's right. Uh, <laughs> say things that make people upset? Yes, definitely. But um, To those people, no. <laughs> to our threes of fours of listeners. But right. um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, give shout-outs to people that are out there. Uh Josh at AT&T, if you're still listening, man, I appreciate you being a part. Uh, Spartan Nick, uh, he's a guy that follows me through social media. He's got his own things going on. I appreciate you being a part of listening uh, to the episodes. Um, and Mom, thanks, my number one Twitter fan, Mom, for being a part of listening. Uh, and all those that are out there that are uh, dedicated fans, I really appreciate you guys. Um, go out there and uh, support your local podcasters. Uh, those back in Martin County of my hometown, be sure to support Just Add Bourbon. Some great guys with some great stuff going on there. Uh, make sure to support Kentucky Hot Brown Boys of the Northern Kentucky area. Uh, they've not been putting out episodes right now, but they've got a good 300 and some to listen to uh, beforehand. So feel free to go out there and check them out. They're awesome. Uh, actually going to be more of a part of their podcasting episodes here to come in the future. So be sure to be a part of them. Go out there and check out uh, 
let's see, too dumb for this. They're out there. I'm actually a part of the cast work industries. Uh, if you look up cast work industries, there's a ton of people that are a part of that with some great podcasts that are out there. Uh, of all kinds of venues so make sure to go out there and check out cast work industries uh, and check out never offline podcast uh, one of the first podcasts that i was a part of just calling in um, they uh, they have some fun stuff that they talk about two guys that are pretty cool and uh, through that i hope that you guys can find a lot of cool things that are out there if you don't know about podcasting uh, be sure to support support your local podcast. Support those out there that find that that have things that you find interesting. Uh, get out there and look for them, because there'll be some that'll stay with you forever. So, other than that, get out there, rate and review. Uh, enjoy your turkey and your or whatever it is you might make. You might do ham. You might not be a big turkey fan. You guys might have ham on Thanksgiving, but enjoy your sweet potatoes and your yams, which are basically the same thing, I do believe. Uh, but your mashed potatoes and your mac and cheese and your smokers and your deep fryers and uh, just be thankful for what you have and share that thanks with your family and friends and uh, hopefully by the end of thanksgiving you can say well daggum i've got it pretty good (laughs) uh and uh other than that i thank you for being on zach oh no problem thanks for having me yeah man and uh epstein's still alive Hashtag Clinton body count. Gobble, gobble. (laughs) We'll see you, man. See you.